Welcome to the How to Write and Self-Publish Your Travel Book Show. This podcast brings you the most up-to-date and relevant advice, tips, and strategies to get your travel book in front of a global audience. And here's your host, travel writer and digital nomad, Jay Artali. Today, we're going to carry on the discussion about Facebook advertising, and I'm joined again by David Penny, who's the author of the Thomas Barrington Historical Mystery Series, and he's done Mark Dawson's Facebook advertising training, and he's been an avid user of Facebook ads. So we're picking his brains today to get tips and strategies that are going to be applicable for travel writers who want to use Facebook ads to sell more books. So thanks for joining us again today, David. I appreciate you taking the time to delve into this topic. Anytime, Jay. So probably the best place to start is the why. Why do you do Facebook ads? Is it to sell books? Is it to build your mailing list? Is it to build your author brand? Uh, Until the last month, I have merely been trying to sell books and nothing else. In the last month, uh, well, no, a couple of months ago, I, I started doing a course on uh, how to build your mailing list. What I've set up now is a one ad with minimum spend, which is still five pounds a day, specifically to build my mailing list. Mm. And, and so I've got a picture of all of my books. You, you know the website strip I have with all seven books showing. Yeah. Basically, it's that so that people can see, oh, look, there's seven books in the series. And I'm targeting it to anybody who's ever liked my Facebook page or interacted with it, which is about, about 260,000 people, which is unbelievable, really. And I'm not offering them anything, but I'm saying, why don't you, if you've liked my page or you've looked at something on it, why don't you sign up for my mailing list? And I have trebled my mailing list numbers in a month with that concept. That's That sounds very good, but it means it's gone from 80 to 240, so it's still not brilliant. <laughs> and what I'm, what I'm actually going to do is give them a free book later without telling yeah. them yet. So I'm not saying, because yeah. you know what it's like, you say, Sign up to my mailing list, download a free book, and then the next time you send a newsletter out, you get like 60% unsubscribes from it because yeah. they've downloaded the free book. They've, there's no reason. So I'm trying to do, change that approach, and they won't get any – I'm not promising them anything free, but a couple of times a year they will get a free short story or a free prequel which I've, I'm writing for the series so they can find out how my characters end up in places. So there will be bits, yeah. other stories that will come out, and they will get them for nothing. But it's not. There's no sign up on that. But uh, yeah, I run both. But um, mine is primarily um, sales based. Oh, and and I've also discovered this is Mark Dawson again. Um, video ads are ridiculously cheap. Oh. If you just create a really short video ad, which can be nothing more than a static image with maybe some text. I think Mark Dawson's are a static image that zooms in and out with some text appearing and disappearing. And if you keep it to about 20 to 30 seconds, I'm currently getting charged one penny per click on a video ad, as opposed to 25 to 30 pence a click on my static ads. Is that because there's less competition? I think it is. Yeah, there's less of them about. But Facebook also prioritizes them. It, it, Facebook likes video. And so they, they are. And, and Mark Dawson says he doesn't make a profit on the ad itself, but it is great for building your brand because it is so cheap because you just get seen everywhere. Yeah. So you can, you know, you can throw five pounds a day. We'll get like 800 views of my ad. 
whereas five pounds on a static ad will get maybe 200 views yeah so it's worth doing and, and it's you know you just get yours would be great for it jay because you can you know you could have pictures of your cover or pictures of the places you know two or three images of, yeah. of of turkey or greece or or spain or wherever you happen to go and fade them in and out and and just have some text over the top um, you can buy music fairly cheaply well probably 40 dollars or something for a, a short clip of music to put in the background if you want and so it, it, it's they're very good but um it's another way of raising the brand but don't expect to make a profit on them there's lots of things you can do you need a sort of business mindset it's not necessarily about i'm going to spend five pounds a day and i need to make ten pounds a day back on that ad you will gradually build your brand over time and and as you get more books out, I find every book I, I bring out now raises my income 10%, 15%, and it's a gradually rising curve. But you've got to bring mm-hmm. the books out to do that. You know, you can you can bump your income up by doing ads on a static number of books. But the best thing you can do to advertise is simply to write more books on a faster time schedule if you can. Not ridiculous, yeah. you know. There, there's people who write books who say, oh, I've only written four books this week, uh, and you know what they're going to be like. I can't remember how you pronounce his name. David Goffrin? Goffrin? Go- G- Goran, I think. It's David Goran. Goran is there. Yeah. I saw you were mentioning earlier about the three tiers, and I saw that Facebook were changing the way that they spend your yes. money, and rather yes. than the ad level, it's now going to be at the campaign, campaign level. Yeah. But yeah. But in his, in his article he wrote about it, he'd put that here's three different workarounds that you can do, which was, I think one of them was setting up each ad as a different campaign. Yeah. So then, Yeah, I've tended always to do that anyway. But I, I quite like Facebook's new model um, because I've got a couple of ads where I have two or three ads against the same campaign. And what Facebook claims to do and what appears to work is it will prioritize the best performing ad. Mm. So it will. So if you've got a ten pound a day budget against the campaign, it will spend eight pounds on one ad and only two pounds on another if you've got two there, because the eight pound one is much more effective. I've, I trust Facebook to get that information right, basically. Yeah, it's to their advantage for my ads to work well. So yeah, it's it's like I said before, trust Amazon to get your ad delivered to the right people using its own algorithm, and it will work fairly well because it's to their advantage because if if you if your ad doesn't work you're not spending money with them because you'll pull a plug yeah. in it so they want you they want you to be successful as does facebook want you to be successful because by with you being successful they are also successful and they get richer and richer because the poor guys need the money <laughs> <laughs> the big appeal for facebook ads is uh, they made some changes i don't know if it was this year or last year about prioritizing communities mm. and yeah you show more community um stuff in your feeds mm. and really trying to base it around community rather than your individual feeds yeah. because people belong to groups and pages and there's that whole kind of shift and focus and i, I think it was a, a a facebook conference that they talked about their whole shift towards communities mm. so if they're focusing on that then that, that seems like facebook is 
if you're writing in a niche like me writing for either my turkey travel guides or writing specifically for travel bloggers then i'm going to have more success targeting that niche yeah on facebook probably would on amazon yeah. so that's why i've been thinking about it it's just if you are writing a niche book whether it's a fiction niche book or a non-fiction niche book then yeah. it's going to be easier to leverage their framework that they've created around communities yeah yeah it is yeah yeah so so it's the communities you want to be into rather than just interests in a way isn't it because yeah. most of my ad has been interest based so people who are interested in this type of book or that type of book but if you can if you can get into that community sphere it's it's going to work much better because you've got a captive audience you've got somebody who's already interested in travel it changes how you do stuff so the thing about all of this is to be effective marketing as well means but you have to change things because the playing field changes all the time facebook ads have changed Amazon ads have changed. All types of advertising has changed, and you have to keep up with it. Otherwise, it becomes less and less effective. The trouble is a lot of people fail at marketing, particularly Facebook marketing, because they're taking a scattergun approach, and they're also expecting it to work instantly. And Facebook takes a couple of weeks to get itself into gear before it starts to deliver, effectively anyway. And you have to, you have to get through that initial time period quite often people will start tweaking their ads because they think they can improve it but if it's working then just leave it run you know Mm -hmm. so it's difficult have a plan uh, yeah have a plan have a budget anything else so you obviously have to have your um the artwork you want to use and you said for facebook it's generally just your book cover and a quick little snippet of something it can be. Um, for Facebook, I'd prefer not to use the book cover. There is a sort of evidence that your book cover doesn't work as well as uh, some other image. So I try to come up with an image that is a flavor of what my books are about. It's, that is the toughest bit to do. Yeah. But keep it dead simple. You sell one concept on your cover. If if you've got more than one central image, or not not a centered image, but one image or one message on your Facebook ad, you're you're not going to be successful. If you looked at Mark Dawson's ads, he's, he tends to have a cityscape with a guy with his back turned. That's it. Um, and that's what his covers show as well. But his ads are slightly tweaks on that. And I find one, one person on the cover is enough. Don't put two. And one message, you, you want a single message to go out. So keep the words short as well. And don't try to tell them what your book's about. <laughs> Just try and grab their attention enough so that they go and explore. Themselves. Yeah, it, that, you want them to click. If they have to read about your book, they're not going to click because you, you'll have put at least half of them off Yeah. because they won't fancy the book. What you want them to do is to click through to look at the book itself. And where do the ads click through to? Is it your choice where, the, where you direct them to? You can, you can decide where to go to, but I would strongly recommend you take it to the sales page on Amazon. Or if it's Kobo to the sales page on Kobo or Apple or whatever. But for me, it's Amazon. Some people want to take people to their website where they can, they can sell their books or they feel they can sell their books better. But that means to buy it, generally, they're going to have to do another click. The general advice is one click, then another click to buy it. And if it's three clicks, you're going to lose people on the way. If it's four clicks, you're going to lose even more people. So you want one click, and then they can buy the book. Mm-hmm. 
And then any other considerations before someone starts approaching, looking at setting up a Facebook ad? Are there any, you know, in Amazon ads, there's keywords and everything. So is it driven by keywords? Yeah, lots of people complain about Facebook ads because in Amazon ads, you can put in pretty much any keyword that you want, providing it doesn't, it's not against Amazon's terms and conditions. So you can't use free in an Amazon ad, for instance. On Facebook, you can only select what what Facebook thinks people are interested in. So there are certain writers I would like to target that I can't target because Facebook doesn't allow me to. (laughs) So I can do the big names like CJ Sansom and and so on. But there are smaller authors that I would love to target that I can't do in Facebook. So you have to sort of think slightly differently and you have to accept that those are the rules, you know, because those are Facebook's rules and that's where you're advertising. Yeah. One of my best performing ads, which I only run over the summer period, targets EasyJet and Ryanair customers who are flying to Spain. <laughs> yeah, because they've been looking stuff. So they've, they're on EasyJet and they're, they're, oh yeah, I'm looking up, I've got this easy, and you know what Facebook's like, you only have to whisper something and you start getting inundated with ads for whatever it was you talked about so people have been booking through easyjet or ryanair or jet 2 or or whatever and then um they will they're going to they're flying to spain and they will uh, so i my ad says why don't you explore the history beyond the beach trying to sell them a beach read and that's one of my best performing ads ever and it's just a pair of footprints on a beach Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's all it is. No picture. Oh, there is a picture of the book on that because I want them to know it's, I'm selling a book. And then as you get more likes on your Facebook page, you can target those people as well. And one of the most powerful ways of doing it is to target people who are like the people who like your page. <laughs> Sounds a bit complicated, but it works remarkably well. So you can have huge, you have to cut the target audience down because in America, people who are like the people who like my page are like 3.8 million people and that's way too many to target an ad at so you have to filter that down using other criteria as well so um, that's the thing about facebook it's a far more complicated uh, infrastructure than amazon so do they have a like preset list that you click from you haven't got to kind of no preset list yeah you can start typing something in and it will find so i can type in history or historical and it will say show historical fiction and historical mysteries or history or other stuff. And you can start typing an author's name in and hopefully it will come up, you know. So if you type Lee Child in, you will get Lee Child. And if you type in another author, you might get nothing at all. So you have to, you know, the bigger authors will be in there. The, the smaller authors who are like you will probably not be in there. I bet if you type Mark Dawson, he need come up now. The only authors you can target are those that are already successful, which is probably a good idea. Yeah. So, David, any last words about Facebook advertising before we wrap it up? Just keep a very close eye on your spend. I would recommend you probably look at I, – I record my spend every day on Facebook ads because otherwise you'll get a bill for £600 and you'll think, oh, my God, where did that go? And it goes – very, very quickly. So watch, watch the pennies. That's good advice to finish with. Indeed. Well, thanks for joining us again today, David. That's all right. And I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to reach out to you again for more book marketing tips and advice. Good. So we'll speak again soon. Bye, David. Bye. I hope you found that discussion as interesting and useful as I did. And that special tip about targeting airline passengers or traveling to the destination that you're writing about? I mean, how useful is that going to be? 
that just goes to show that we need to make sure to leverage the learnings from people that write in fiction or in different niches to us because they're always going to have ideas that we didn't think about and they're going to help us look at opportunities from a different perspective. The wheels in my head are already turning about updating my travel guide in time for the summer season to Turkey next year so that I can promote my Bodrum Peninsula travel guide to holidaymakers that I know are heading to this destination. Up until now, I've relied solely on Amazon ads to promote my book because it made sense. People go to Amazon to buy books. But when you think about it, Facebook is the best place to advertise your book because that's where people go to be part of communities to find out about what to do on holiday, best places to eat, what to see. I'm a member of a lot of Turkey Facebook groups and people are always looking for recommendations Facebook even provides you with the functionality of tagging your post as someone that's looking for a recommendation. So if Facebook is being used by Facebook users as a place to get information and to get recommendations, they're not going to see your book ad as an intrusion. They're going to see your book ad as an opportunity to get the information that they need. So if you go in with the mindset of your book is going to help them out, then you won't feel like a sleazy salesperson trying to ram a book down people's throat that they're not interested. These guys are interested in what you have to say. You just have to find the right group of people to advertise your book to. Simple, right? So, I'm going to spend some time researching creative ways that travel writers can target the audience that they need to reach, and I'll share that on my blog and possibly in an upcoming podcast. The minimum spend for Facebook is currently $5, five pounds or five euros a day. And David mentioned that it takes a couple of weeks for Facebook ads to find their groove. So in reality, to test the effectiveness of your audience targeting, you're probably going to have to run your ad campaign for a minimum of four weeks. It's going to run you into about £140, $140, €140 Euros for that monthly spend. Now, there's no guarantees that your advertising is going to work. So you have to go in with a mindset that you're willing to lose this money and not make any money with this initial marketing spend. I'm going to start contributing to a advertising budget and put a little bit of money aside each week so that I can experiment with Facebook ads during the peak season when I usually sell my most books. I've already got a few years of sales trends, so I've got a baseline to use So when I run my Facebook ad campaign for that one month period, I'll be able to see whether I get a bump in sales for that month. It's going to be trial and error. I think it's going to be worth it. The biggest challenge with Facebook ads is understanding the dynamics of how they work so that you know that your advertising dollars are working the most effectively for you. And the more I speak to people about Facebook ads and how they use them, the more confident I am of setting them up and using them for myself. So whatever the learnings, the good bits or the bad bits, I'm going to share them on my blog so that you can learn from my trial and error approach. I'd love to hear what you have to say about Facebook advertising. Are you using it? Have you tried using it and it wasn't successful? Or have you tried using it and you've seen a huge increase in your book sales? Whatever the scenario, I'd love to talk to you and have you as a guest on this podcast so you can share your insights with other travel writers and travel bloggers who are interested in using Facebook advertising to sell more books. Send me an email at jartali at gmail.com. 
You've been listening to How to Write and Self-Publish Your Travel Book Show, hosted by travel writer Jay Artali. Visit us at www.birdsofafeatherpress.com.